tears roll down your face. Reaching for something, someone to embrace. Welcome to Sobriety Checkpoint. Are you a parent in recovery wishing for peace and emotional sobriety? Do you find yourself up late at night googling things like how to overcome negative thinking or why is my heart racing? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to feel resentful and irritable when you put everyone else's needs first and leave no time for yourself again? Hey, I'm Felicia. I'm a 12-step returned therapist and I too have battled anxiety and that critical inner voice. All I wanted was peace and just a little bit of time to myself. I tried to strive and achieve to find happiness, but that only left me with more anxiety. I finally realized I needed to discover my true identity to find the peace I was striving to attain. In this podcast, you're going to find solutions to navigating mental health, spirituality, and relationships to experience the peace you've been craving. It's time for that desperately sought-after solo target run. Grab your keys and let's go for a drive. There's no judgment or breathalyzer at this sobriety checkpoint. Blinded by the beauty of it all. Recognized I was always destined to fall into deepest dark we are stronger than we think we are so fight and show your strength welcome back to another episode of sobriety checkpoint before we get started i'd like to invite you to become a sobriety checkpoint insider by becoming an insider, you're going to get weekly updates with the latest podcast episode, emotional sobriety and self-care tips, as well as early bird access to special offers. You can also head over to Facebook and join my community, where you're going to find other parents in recovery, seeking solutions to emotional sobriety through exploring mental and emotional health, spirituality, and relationships. Check out the show notes for the insider and Facebook group links. I hope to see you in there. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe to my show, leave a review, and share it with a friend. Reviews help boost my ratings, which helps other parents in recovery find my show. Thank you so much, and I'm super grateful for your support. All right, now let's get started. You might have noticed that my week is a little bit mixed up. Last week, I missed Thoughtful Thursday meditation and moved it to this Tuesday instead. So, Instead of our Thoughtful Thursday morning meditation today, on Thursday, um, I'm going to talk about affirmation, acknowledgement, and being seen. So that's the topic for today. And I was inspired by this topic because of the sermon that I heard in church this past weekend. It was a really great sermon that really had to do with being seen. I'm not going to go into everything that the sermon was about, but I just it inspired me to speak on this topic. And one of the really cool things about listening this weekend was this was the second time that I visited this particular church. And 
the first time that I visited, I met the pastor. And that's not something that always happens in different churches. There's just so many people and there's never this expectation to actually speak briefly to to the pastor. And I just thought it was really cool because he asked a couple questions, asked what I did, let him know that I had a podcast. And either the next day or a couple of days later, I received an email from him introducing me to somebody else. And the reason that I thought that that was really cool, it really got my attention because of the fact that I was really surprised to have been seen, to have been noticed. Like I said, it's a really big crowd. It's a really big it wasn't like the biggest church I've ever been to, but enough of a crowd where when there's only one of him and so many people, it's not like he had the opportunity to talk to everybody there that that was visiting that day. That's the reason it really got my attention. And when I was sitting in, in church, I looked back to see what my response was because I remember thinking, wow, this guy sees me. He saw me. He paid attention, he listened, and he followed up and made a connection, attempted to make a connection with somebody else there that he thought would be a good connection for me. And the reason I looked back at my email is because I was thinking, oh, did I say to him, wow, thank you for seeing me. I felt really seen by you. And I actually did think that I replied that way, but when I looked back at the email, that was not my reply, but it is a thought that I had anyway. I was like, wow, this guy sees me. And I thought that that was just a really cool experience. And the sermon got me thinking about how much of a desire I have to be seen, how much of a desire I have to be acknowledged, affirmed, and loved in the way that I like to receive love. So if you've ever heard of the five love languages, my top two are words of affirmation and quality time. And I know that sometimes I recognize that I experience a great deal of depression or anxiety. And at times I realize that the root of the depression has to do with feeling like I just want to be seen. I want to be affirmed. I want to be acknowledged. I want like a compliment. <laughs> I want presence. I want the people in my home to stop and notice me. <laughs> and I realize that there's other times where I may be receiving those things, but my depression is still kind of high because it just doesn't feel like it's enough. Like, oh, I want more. And this particular sermon got me thinking about the importance of seeing others, the importance of noticing somebody else giving them a compliment, building them up. And what happens for me when I do those things is that it seems like this desire that I have to be acknowledged, in a way, it sort of goes down a bit. There's the the saying in 12-step rooms that you can't keep it unless you give it away. So I think that that's kind of my experience with this particular topic, with this, if I'm experiencing high depression because of the fact that I want to be acknowledged and seen and given compliments and praised, then that's a really good time for me to do two things. One is stop and pause and recognize the part of me that has this desire. 
And the other thing is to be that for someone else, to notice someone and give to them what I desire. So sometimes I don't see very many people because I'm here right now in my home, all alone by myself behind this microphone. And my kids are at school, my husband's at work, and I'm here all day. And the people that I do see are my husband and my kids at the end of their day when they come home. And oftentimes, these are the the only people that I see every day. I don't have coworkers. I don't go into a place where, where I see people on a regular basis, I guess, except for my kids' school when I drop them off. I do see the teachers and sometimes other parents. So I do have the opportunity there. But I would say that my biggest desire consistently is to get this type of recognition at home from my husband. I want this and and I request it. And it's important for me to take a step back and notice when he does provide this, when I request from him, like, hey, this is something that I need. And when he does it, I need to pay attention and I need to notice and I need to even thank him. Tell him, hey, I noticed that you did this. I noticed that you gave me a compliment. That really means a lot to me. I really appreciate it. Thank you for the compliment. Or basically, you know, just thank you for seeing me. And going back to giving this away to other people, people that I need to give it away to the most are these three people in my house, my husband and my two kids. And speaking to you, but I'm also speaking to myself, recognizing that I need to do these things for them. I need to notice them. I need to notice when my son is doing an amazing job with his sister or when they clear their plates and take it to the sink or even recognizing how many hours my husband puts in at work and then comes home and just doesn't stop. And verbalizing those things, noticing those things, and building these three people up in my house. So going back to what I said about that part of me that has this desire to be seen. I was working with my counselor a couple weeks back, and I've talked about doing internal family systems therapy. And at least I think I've talked about that on the podcast. So I've been, this last session was the last time that I'm going to see her temporarily, but the person that I was seeing, she is an internal family systems coach. And each week that I would see her, would go through exploring different parts of me that pop up that a lot of times I didn't even know existed. So this last time that I saw her, maybe the last two times that I saw her, there was a part of me that wears a hoodie. So I went back to middle school in this particular session. I have this 12, 13-year-old part. And even right now, as I'm imagining this part, I cannot see her face. All I see is her sitting at a desk in a history class. And the desks in this particular history class were kind of a U-shape, as much of a U that you can make with square tables or uh, rectangular tables. The tables were kind of, like I said, in a U-shape. And I just can imagine this part of me sitting at this table, feeling so uncomfortable, 
wearing a hoodie sweater and the hood is on over my head. And every time that I imagined this part, every time this part popped up for me, like I said, I cannot see her face. Even right now, I do not see her face. And last week before this sermon, before I heard this sermon, I was in meditation. I was experiencing these feelings of, you know, having this desire to be seen and recognized. And this part popped up in my head. And I just began to cry because I realized it's this 13-year-old part that needs me. It's this part of me that has some insecurity, maybe some wounds. And when I let this part take the wheel, unfortunately, it causes problems. (laughs) It causes problems for me. So what I realized during this meditation was that it's this part that needs attention. And as I was sitting there with self, right? That's just me, right? Self being there with this part and connecting with this part and seeing this part and recognizing this part and telling this part how beautiful she is and how smart she is and how liked she is and how loved she is. I began to cry and just felt like there was just so much healing in this moment because this part was finally seen. So now moving forward, I know that if I am starting to experience some depression around wanting attention, especially from the people here in my house, that it's probably this part that needs something. And instead of demanding attention like a 13-year-old would, so you can imagine that it's not put together adult like Felicia requesting attention, right? It's this 13-year-old part that comes to the surface and that doesn't get received very well. So the goal for me in this particular situation is to recognize when this part is coming to the surface, to just stop and pause, notice, and provide what that part needs from me. This doesn't mean to not request words of affirmation and quality time from my husband. That's not what it means. But if I can provide that kind of attention to this part of me that's 13, then it won't be this adult child coming to this relationship and maybe throwing a fit or being passive aggressive or the silent treatment where I might just be completely silent and in my head, I'm telling him what I need, but I'm not saying it out loud. And I can take a step back. And if this part is provided for by my by me, it also lets me know, okay, well, this part needs these things, but I think I do too. And then once I am able to fill up to meet the need of this part, then I can do two things. One, I can request this type of attention as an adult to my husband. And I can also give it to other people, whether it's my husband or my kids or anybody at the kids' school or people that I see at meetings or even calling up a friend and checking up on them, noticing them, finding out what's going on in their life. I really hope that there was valuable information here for you. I guess make an announcement and that is I work as a therapist 
but I am going to be opening up some slots to provide coaching. So this will be sobriety coaching and internal family dynamics coaching. So that's basically about exploring parts and learning how to heal those parts from building up and increasing like more of that self energy, which is full of love. So if you are interested in finding out more, please send me a DM or send me an email. That information is in the show notes of about how to contact me. I'm really looking forward to hearing from you and, and being able to provide this service. So I love the fact that I can sit here and hopefully provide tons of value to you behind the microphone. But if you are desiring more individualized care, individualized coaching, I really hope that this is something that is on your heart, something that you've been thinking about. Please reach out. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, would you take 30 seconds and share it with another parent in recovery who may be looking for solutions to mental health and sobriety? Also, please leave a quick review on Apple Podcasts so other parents just like you can find the show. I'm super excited to know this podcast is helping you. Tune in to new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. I'll see you back here on your next Target Run. Until next time. We are stronger than we think we are. So fight and show your strength. Learn grace from our God. Learn grace from our God. Learn grace from our God. Oh, learn grace from our God.